ಆಪ್ಯಾಯಂತಮಂಗಾ ವಾಕ್ಪ್ರಾಣಶ್ಚಕ್ಷುಶ್ರೋತ್ರಮಥ ಬಲಮಿಂದ್ರಿಯಾಣಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೌಪನಿಷದ ಮಾಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕುರ್ಯಾಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕರೋದಕರಣಮಸ್ವನಿರಾಕರಣ ಮೇ ಅಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿರತೌಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮ ಸ್ತೇ ಮಯಿ ಸಂತ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವಂಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತ ಪುನಃ ಪುನಃ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇದಿ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದಿಭಾಗಿನೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತೇ ನಮಃ ಓಮಿತ್ಯೇದಕ್ಷರಮುದ್ಗೀತಮುಪಾಸೀತ ಓಮಿತಿಹ್ಯುದ್ಗಾಯತೆ ಉದ್ಗೀತ ಅವಯಭೂತೇಶನ್ ಅಪನ್ ಓಂಕಾರ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಉದ್ಗೀತ ಅಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಉದ್ಗೀತ ಓಂಕಾರ ಇಸ್ ರಿಫರ್ ಟು ಆಸ್ ದಿ ಉದ್ಗೀತ ಆಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಓಂಕಾರ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಉದ್ಗೀತ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಾಮ ಮಂತ್ರ ಸೋಪ್ ದಿ ಸಾಮ ವಿಚ್ ಆಸ್ ಫೈವ್ ಸ್ಟೇಜಸ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಸ್ಟೇಜಸ್ Udgitha is the, the seven of these stages which begins with Omkara. So here, Olam Omite Daksharam Udgitha Upasita. So the Upasana or meditation upon Omkara which is part of the Udgitha. <coughs> And as we are told in the first chapter, this Saesha Rasanam Rasatamaha. So it is the Rasatamaha. It is the most exalted Rasa. and then how omkara is a rasa of every all of that was shown in the sequence <coughs> then vagavaruk pranah sama omitakshana udgitat so etad misuram then apaitahavai kamanam bhavati etadevam aksharam udgitam upaste so this apaita is a guna samardhaita so thus this udgita was being told to be meditated upon as possessed of this different gunas or different attributes <coughs> so gunatre vishishtam so rasatama apaita samardhaita omkara consisting of this attributes was presented for meditation <coughs> 
नौ तस्वरसे अध्यात्म अदेवेदन आदिप्राणदृष्ट्या सीम उमकार इज नाउ प्रेजेंटेड इज मेडिटेटेड अपॉन इज आदित्य और इज मुख्य प्राण सो टू प्रिस्क्राइब द मेडिटेशन अपॉन ओमकार एज प्राण एज मुख्य प्राण द मेन वाइटल एय नाउ दिस स्टोरी इज बीइंग टोल्ड सो दिस इज व्हाट भाष्यकार सेज हियर मुख्य प्राण से उपास्यवाय तद्विशुद्ध अनुभवाथम विचार श्रुतिया प्रवर्ति श्रुति अंडरटेक्स विचार और डेलिबरेशन फॉर डिटर्मिनिंग हाउ मुख्य प्राण द मेन वाइटल एयर इज शुद्ध इज प्योर और इज सेक्रेड इट इज अनपोल्यूटेड अनकरप्टेड सो टू शो हाउ इज अनपोल्यूटेड अनकरप्टेड नॉन करप्टेबल नॉन पोल्यूटेबल प्योर दिस इज आउ मुख्य प्राण द वाइटल एयर इज Where is other pranas are subject to being corrupted, so this is the way of presenting the superiority of prana, and you always praise that which you want to prescribe. So since prana is to be presented here as what is to be meditated upon, the prana is presented as the most exalted among all the other pranas. So different sense organs and different faculties also are called prana. So organs of perception. organs of action even mind all of these also are called prana in the gauna or the minor sense secondary sense whereas the vital air which sustains all of this called mukhya prana the main vital air this is called prana <coughs> so this is also called prana they are also called pranas except that it is this mukhya prana the main vital air that sustains rest of the organs of faculties therefore they are also called pranas so here shruti wants to show how all the pranas other than the main vital air how they are all subject to being corrupted how they can be polluted and therefore they are not pure <coughs> that means that they are not worth being meditated upon this is the way to 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 prescribe the meditation on prana And so it all deva surahavai yatta sanyetire ubhay prajapatya tadda deva ha udgitam ajakruhu anena enan abhivishyamayi deva suraha vasakarase devas and asuras prajapatya both of these are the progenies of prajapati <coughs> who is prajapati prajapati hi कर्म ज्ञान अधिकृत पुरुष दिस ऑर्डिनरी पर्सन इज कॉल प्रजापति हियर कर्म ज्ञान अधिकृत पुरुष दिस पर्सन हु इज कॉम्पिटेंट टू परफॉर्म द रिचुअल्स एंड मेडिटेशन इज कॉल प्रजापति बिकॉज ही इज अ क्रिएटर एवरी इंडिविजुअल इन इज ओन राइट इज अ क्रिएटर इन एज मच एज वी क्रिएट अवर ओन वर्ल्ड बाय परफॉर्मिंग अवर कर्म सो वन वे ऑफ लुकिंग अपॉन this universe is, is that it's a creation of all the individual beings and thus everybody contributes into creation or everybody is a creator in his or her own right <coughs> in that sense the individual can be called prajapati prajapati means the pati or the master of all the praja or all the the the, the living beings so this individual is called prajapati 
So Prajapatya, these are the two progenies of Prajapati of an individual person. <coughs> Devaha, Asuraha, the gods as well as the demons. So who are the gods? Devaha, Divyate, Divyate, Dyotanarthasya, Shastrodbhasitaha, Indriya Vrittaha. In as much as the word Deva is derived from the root Div, in the sense of shining. So those which shine are called Devas or the gods. So here, Shastrodbhasitaha, Indriya Vrittaha. So different activities of the Indriya, sense organs, all the different vrittis means the modes of mind, different tendencies arising from the activities of sense organs also. So different tendencies obtaining in the individual also can be called devas. They are tradis- they are conventionally called devas. Like in the Bhagavad Gita in the 16th chapter, the Daivi Sampat and Asuri Sampat. <coughs> Shastrod Bhasitaha. So those tendencies which there are tendencies which we have brought, which are such that we are inclined to act according to the injunctions of the Shastra. So whatever the Shastras reveal, Shastrod Bhasitaha. So whatever is that the Shastras reveal, so those tendencies of the individual which are in keeping with what is revealed by Shastra are called the Devas here. <coughs> or let's say the divine tendencies. <coughs> Asuraha. On the other hand, the demoniac tendencies are quite contrary. Sveshveva asushu vishvagvishayasu pranakriyasu ramanat. So all the self-centered tendencies, or the tendencies of indulging in the sense pleasures, and indulgence of sense pleasures more often than not, requires us to violate the injunction of the scriptures. So injunction of scriptures called dharma means righteousness, righteous behavior, which is, which in a way reveals the order of the universe. <coughs> and it is not very easy to satisfy all one's cravings by following the dharma or the order. So more often than not, one is required to violate the orders to satisfy one's cravings. So either a person has to keep the cravings under control or has to violate the dharma. So both the tendencies are there. There are tendencies which are where we are inclined to follow the dharma. There is a part of us which wants to follow the dharma because that is basically our nature. Everybody is born with a value for the values in a way or these values are valuable to us. Such as non-violence, etc. are valuable to us. So a part of us wants to follow that. Whereas the other part which is controlled by the tendencies to indulge, it wants to sometimes violate the dharma. So both these opposing tendencies are there and they are called devas and asura. So asushu ramanat asuraha. Asu means prana. Means the sense, sense organs. Means sense objects. So person who is only or that tendency devoted to only enjoying the sense pleasures and prana kriyasu and only devoted to one's own life. So the self-centered tendencies and the indulging tendencies are called the asuras. 
So Yatra Sanyetire, those fellows, these Asuras and Devas, the gods and demons, were engaged in a battle. <coughs> what kind of battle? Itare Tara Vishay Apahar Lakshane Sanyetire, Itare Tara Vishay Apahara to steal away the things belonging to the other. So devatas want to steal what belongs to the asuras and vice versa. So sanyetire vasyakare sangramam krutavantaha. So these people engage in battle. <coughs> what is this battle? Vasyakara says, Shastriya prakashavrutti abhibhavanaya pravrutaha swabha vikya tamo rupaha indira vrutte asuraha. So this swabhavikya, though this follows swabhava, swabhavi natural tendency. The natural tendency is extrovertedness. Natural tendency is to have an easy gratification. So every mind wants an easy or instant gratification. That's a natural tendency. So for following dharma, we do delay the gratification. The gratification will come. According to prarabdha or destiny, however, if you follow the path of righteousness, then you have to delay the gratification. On the other hand, if you want instant gratification, then you set aside the rules and do what you want to do. So therefore they are called the svabhavikya, those natural tendencies, where there is nature of, of compromising or, I mean, indulgence and compromising the righteousness. <coughs> Shastriya Prakashruti Abhivanaya Pravuttaha. These demoniac tendencies have are engaged in overpowering the divine tendencies. Where that part of our being which wants to follow dharma the righteousness, these asuras or the demoniac tendencies are engaged in overpowering that part which wants to follow the scriptures. <coughs> so Tamo Rupaha Indriya Vruttaha. Where tamas is predominant. So these vrittis, these tendencies of the sense organs are called the asuras. Tathatad viparitaha shastrartha vishaya viveka jyotiratmana devaha. Whereas devas or the divine tendencies are quite contrary to them. <coughs> shastrartha vishaya viveka jyotihi. So where there is a light of the discrimination which understands what the scriptures reveal. <coughs> so that's the nature of those tendencies. Svabhavika, Tamo Rupa, Asura Bhivavanaya. And this divine tendencies also want to overpower the demoniac tendencies. It Anyonya, Abhivod Bhavarupaha, Sangramaha. Thus, Bhashyagara says that Sarva Praneshu Pratideham. In every individual, although Vashakara Saraprani-su, basically it means in all human beings, in all individuals. <coughs> Pratideham. Devasura Sangramaha Anadikala Pravruttaha. The Sangrama, the battle between divine tendencies and demoniac tendencies is, is in place from the time immemorial. So from the beginning's time, this battle within a person is going on between the divine tendencies and the demoniac tendencies. 
So Sangramahi will like the battle. So Anyonya Abhivod in the battle, each side wants to defeat the other, overpower the other, and wants to assert it itself. That's called battle. So here also, each one, each, both the kinds of tendencies, want to overpower the other, each one wants to overpower the other and assert itself. Saiha Shrutya Akshayaka Rupena Dharma Dharmot Patti Viveka Vijnanaya Kathyade. So that Sangrama, that battle which is normally going on within the human being, is being told here by the Shruti in the form of a story. So that's how the story that this is what Bhashyakara clearly says. Akshayaka Rupena is being told in the form of a story. In the Puranas, we'll find the actual stories. Actual demons and actual gods and all the names and all great details will be described in the Puranas. <coughs> Dharma, Dharmotpati, Viveka, Vijnanaya. For the knowledge of Viveka, discrimination of Dharma, Adharmotpati. So what creates Dharma? What creates Adharma? <coughs> Vishaya, Sangha, Pumsam, so, in order for us, this knowledge, this discriminative knowledge should arise, that in the individual, this Vishaya Sangha, this attachment or fascination or infatuation for the sense pleasure is the cause of adharma. The infatuation for the sense in pleasure is the cause of adharma, the unrighteousness. Visheshu anabhishvangaha Samachitattvam. On the other hand, the detachment from the sense pleasures. Samachitattvam, maintaining also the sameness of the mind. Meaning that the sense objects are there, which have a natural tendency to provoke the tendencies to enjoy them. And one is able to keep that under control and maintain the equanimity of the mind. So that equanimity, samachittatvam, the detachment and the equanimity that comes, the composed of the mind that comes as a result of that is the cause of the dharma. In order therefore for us to follow dharma or righteousness, one's mind must have, must enjoy composure. And there must be the, the ability to keep under check those tendencies for indulgence. <coughs> So then alone dharma, the righteousness is possible. So this is what the Shruti wants us to learn. Dharma, dharma, utpatti, viveka, vijnanaya. For the knowledge of discrimination, viveka, separation. What causes dharma and what causes dharma? Knowing them separate is called viveka. For that knowledge. <coughs> Alright, so that story is being told. So what would this knowledge do? Prana Vishuddha Vijnana Vidhi Parataya. Basically, this section is devoted to enjoining a meditation upon the prana. So, that's the main thing. So, iti viveka vijnanam arthikam. So, this knowledge of what creates dharma and what creates adharma is, takes place by the way. But tatparyam to prana vishuddhi pratipadane. The tatva, the purport of this whole story is to, in, to convey the purity of the prana and 
prescribe the meditation upon prana. <coughs> so, Vaipi Devasuraha Prajapate Apatyani Prajapatyaha. Both these Devtas and Asuras, the tendencies are the progenies of Prajapati. Where Prajapati is the ordinary person who is qualified or competent to perform rituals and meditations. Tasyahi Shastriyaha Swabhavikyasya Karnavrutyaha Vruddhaha Apatyaneva Tat Udbhavatvat Like the Pandavas and Kauravas are all Kauravas. They are all the part of this Kuru Vamsa. So here also, like in the family also, sometimes the brothers also are opposed to each other. Brothers fight sometimes, you know. Whatever the background is from the childhood, but then they they grow up fighting with each other. Here also, these two tendencies within the individual, they, have, they fight. So, Shastriyaha Swabhavikyasya. So, those tendencies which are in keeping with these scriptures, and those which are the natural extrovert tendencies. Vruddhaha, <coughs> opposed to each other. Apatyaneva, like the progeny of Prajapati. <coughs> Then, Tadda Devaha Udgitham Ajakruhu. Then, tat, Tatra. So, when this is the situation now, Utkarsha Apakarsha Lakshana Nimitte. So, now, in as much as the tendencies are always, there is a tendency in the part of the tendencies, of course, always to overpower the other. So you can rule only when you can overpower, that's all. So Devaha Udgitham Ajakrahu. So in the context of overpowering each other, the Devatas, in fact, they took up the Udgitha. <coughs> what is Udgitha? Udgitha is the part of the Sama, that's Udgitha. <coughs> Udgitha Bhakti Upalakshitam Audgatram karma. So basically Udgitha is part of the Sama. The Sama is recited wherever any ritual is performed requiring the reciter of Sama. So the reciter of the Sama is called Udgata. <coughs> so four priests, Hota, Advaryu, Udgata and Brahma. So of the four Vedas. Of that, the priest reciting the Mantra of Samaveda is called Udgata. <coughs> so wherever this Udgata is involved, that will be an, a ritual involving the recital of Samaveda. So Vashyakara says that by Udgita is meant the Udgata, the reciter of Udgita. The Udgata also will not be individually involved, isolation, but he would be involved only when there is a ritual requiring him to sing. They were Jyotishtomadi Ahritavantaha. In short, the devatas perform the ritual such as Jyotishtoma, which requires recital of Sama, which requires the Udgata, the one who recites. So by word Udgita is by Lakshanavrti. So by implication, Udgita means Udgata. And Udgata again means the, the ritual such as Jyotishtoma. So devatas perform the ritual such as Jyotishtoma. Anena enan abhivavishyamahiti. With this resolve, 
or with this desire that through the performance of Jyotishtama, we will overpower these Asuras. Teha nasikyam pranam udgisam upasan chakrire. So now you have to appoint somebody's Udgata to perform the ritual called Jyotishtama. What's going on? There is something is burning somewhere. Dhuvana se pada? Aparitya So for Udgita, you require an Udgata, <coughs> means the one who recites the, the Sama Mantra. Teha nasikyam pranam udgitham upasan chakrire. So they approach this nasikya prana, not mukhya prana. Nasikya prana is grana, or the faculty of smell, so that is what they approached. Teha devaha nasikyam Nasikayam bhavam chetanavantam ghranam pranam udgidha kartaram udgataram ugdidha bhaktya upasan chakrire upasanam krutavantaha. In short, they meditated upon the udgidha as the udgata, as the singer of Sama. <coughs> Nasikya pranadrashtya udgidhakyam aksharam omkaram upasan chakrire. In short, they meditated upon the Omkara as the Nasikya Prana. So, is it the presiding deity? The deity presiding over the function of smell. So, they meditated upon Omkara as this Devata who is presiding over the function of smell. <coughs> so, this is what it means. And the clarification is that Udgida Karmaniyava, that is, the idea is that when the ritual of this uh, Jyotishtama is being performed, inasmuch as this meditation is a part of the ritual, therefore, the Karmanevahi, when the Udgida Karma meaning a ritual such as the Jyotishtama is being performed, at that time, Tatkartru Pranadevata Dushtya Udgida Bhaktiavasya Umkara Upasyatvena Vivakshitaha then one meditates on Omkara as the very Udgata. So look upon this Grana, the organ of perception of smell, as the Udgata. And meditate on Omkara as the Udgata, the singer, who is the, who is the faculty of smell. <coughs> so this is meditation upon Omkara as the faculty of smell. But what is the faculty of smell? Uh, in the role of Udgata or singer of Sama. <coughs> So when they now approached this function of smell, this particular faculty of smell, for becoming the Udgata, singing this Sama, then tam asuraha papmana vividuhu, then asuras approached this faculty of smell and afflicted papmana vividuhu, afflicted the faculty of smell with vice, with papa, with adharma, with unrighteousness. So they were able to influence this fellow. So normally the faculty of smell, before these asuras were, you know, did this, the faculty of smell, 
the Ghranendriya was only smelling what was fragrant. But these fellows, meaning it had love for fragrant things, you know. This, the faculty of smell only smelled what was fragrant, meaning that it only loved what was fragrant. So you love the fragrant things, that shows that you are a sattvic person. It's one thing that this, the, the bad smell, the stink also, what they call fetid, or the stink also comes and you smell it a different thing. But you close your nose. Usually, when that kind of unpleasant smell comes, you close your nose. When the fragrance comes, then you enjoy it. So when a person enjoys the fragrance, that shows the person is sattvic. When a person starts enjoying stink, he enjoys. That shows that there is tamoguna. So that is where the, the devilish tendencies are there. So this is what the, that's what the asuras did, you know. And so, so papmana vividuhu. So that is how they created a tendency in the faculty of smell. That it started smelling the, the, the stink also. <clears throat> so in presence of everybody, he will smell fragrance, you know. By itself, you want to smell those kind of things. So this is what the, what the corruption. <clears throat> So that's what, uh, so suraha svabhavika, svabhavika, tamatmanah, jyoti rupam, nasikyam pranam, <coughs> papmana, adharma asanga rupena vividuhu. To create also a tendency to violate the dharma. See, when the tendency to violate the dharma arises, when a tendency to say something wrong arises, see something wrong, smell something bad. So you know what is smellable and what is not smellable, you know, conventionally or by according to scriptures, according to dharma, you know that. Taking for granted that the person has studied the Vedas, had has a regular training, therefore he has a knowledge of dharma. He knows therefore what is smellable and what is not. All of these, but what the asuras do is create in him a tendency to enjoy the other kind of smell. <clears throat> so that is called afflicting him with sin. <clears throat> Some so like for example at home, you know, in the Jain families, for example, at home they don't eat potatoes and onion and garlic and all this. So whereas the rest of the neighbor children, you know, they enjoy everything. You know. So when these fellow, these children go to other people's home, you know, then they see them, and then there is this potato bhajiya and all these things are there. When that host offers the children, he says, no, no, because the path. mother has said, no, you cannot eat this, etc. So this is how a sudden desire is suppressed. When these fellows grow up, when they become independent, then they are the people who fill up all the restaurants where you get these bhajiyas, you know. So whatever they could not eat, Whatever they were denied is what they do it, you know, with force. This is what happens. <clears throat> and so, thus these tendencies arise. That means the mind is corrupted. When the mind was young, then they follow what the parents say, because at home there is no onion, no garlic, no potato, no roots, etc. That's how you grow up. And you think that's the right thing to do? But then, slowly other fellows will corrupt them. He says, have you ever tasted the potato here? You ever tasted this and that's how 
make him taste and create a taste and then they also want to do what the other fellows are also doing. So then they sneak out and go to those restaurants. So this is a tendency <coughs> created. The tendency is not there in the young age, but then in course of time, these tendencies are created. As we grow up, these tendencies are created because there always is in the environment. This kind of influences are always there, which want you to indulge, which want you to violate the, the dharma and give, give expression to your own uh, base tendencies. <coughs> and therefore, because the base tendencies are there, in the family, they are not encouraged usually. So at home, it's, then you are only your good tendencies are encouraged. And other tendencies, even if they show up, they are punished and therefore, so the, the, the demoniac tendencies are discouraged or they are suppressed. But it's always in environment, television is there, internet is there, all the hoardings are there, all kinds of input is there, which wants to provoke your demoniac tendencies also. And then they get provoked. And slowly a person comes another influence. And then you find this, he sneaks out, you know, to satisfy those tendencies. So this is how the asuras or the demons were successful in corrupting, as an example, this faculty of smell. <coughs> so what happened? How did this faculty of smell become susceptible or vulnerable? You can be corrupted, provided or vulnerable. Some children are not vulnerable, you just cannot corrupt them. When they go to school also, they stand on their own. Our Indian children, for example, studying in United States, some of them have a hard time, what they call peer pressure. And so they start doing all kinds of things in the school. Some children are very strong, and therefore they don't get corrupted. It says, no, not me. Because they do not require uh, their peers, they are quite independent. When you require emotionally, you know, you require emotional support, then the fellows who are giving emotional support, they influence you. Some children are quite independent. He says, yeah, I don't care what others do. So some people stand on their ground, many do not. So therefore many start indulging into smoking and drugs and alcohol and all kinds of things. <clears throat> but this is possible, you can be corrupted provided there is some leeway, you know, there is some door to enter. So how did the asuras actually were able to corrupt this faculty of smell? It says, Sahi nasikya prana hai kalyana gandagrana abhimana asanga vibhuta viveka vijnana bahuva. There was this pride in the faculty of smell that I only smell the kalyana gandha, only smell the fragrance. So what is the what is the auspicious smell? That's all I partake. We never do this, you know. So fellows following dharma also have this kind of pride. We don't do that. Not us. Not we. Not in our place. Not in our country. This kind of stuff. So thus, this pride is there very often. No, this is the, this is the uh, chidra or the aperture through which adharma can enter. So pride is the beginning of all kinds of adharma. So therefore, this faculty of smell had this pride that I only smell what is auspicious and nothing else. And so that kalyana ganda grana abhimana asanga abhibhuta viveka that asanga or asakti, that pride one has 
That is what overpowers the vivek, the discriminative knowledge. So when the time comes for the vivek or discrimination to arise, this pride does not allow that. And that's how the asuri vrittis were able to corrupt. Satena doshena papa samsargi bhuva Because of the defect of the pride, he was able to prana. The faculty of smell was able to be corrupted. And that's how he got connected with papa or the sin. <coughs> the Gandhiji story we all know how he had a friend who was a Muslim friend, you know. Very strong and very dominating. And Gandhi was very lean, you know. And so he also wanted to be strong. Basically why he wanted to be strong is because he wanted to drive away the British from, the, from India. From childhood he wanted this. He says, what are you going to do? What are you going to drive over the British? Look at you. That's what that felt. So he thought, I also must become strong. So then I will drive over the British. This was his idea. Reason for becoming strong was very genuine. But anyway, the only way, is because this fellow is eating meat, so he's strong and I'm eating vegetables, so I'm weak. And that's how he was, that, that boy influenced him to start eating meat. And Gandhi started eating meat, started enjoying also, you know. Whatever, then ultimately he gave up. But the idea is how the vulnerability is exploited by the people, by the forces who know how to exploit the vulnerability. That's how this faculty of smell was vulnerable, was exploited by the demoniac tendencies. Taidam uktam asuraha papana vividu So that is what he said that the demons afflicted him with vice or with sin. <coughs> Therefore, tena papmana preritah grana prana durgandha grahakah praninam That is why the faculty of smell becomes durgandha grahakah. Therefore, he becomes a smeller of the stink also or fetid smell also. Atah tena ubhayam jinghrati lokah That's the reason why lokah the people smell both the kinds of things. When they smell, meaning that, either you can say that that is how the faculty of smell started smelling the stinking smell also. Maybe there was a time when the faculty of smell was only capable of smelling the fragrance and was not smelling the stink. But after being corrupted by the asuras, he also started smelling the stinking smell. Or you can say, until he was corrupted, he only liked smelling what was right or auspicious. But then, being corrupted, he also started liking smelling what was stinking also. Therefore, <coughs> people smell both the fragrance as well as the fetid smell. <coughs> so, this is the story about one particular faculty and then this now follows with other faculties also. So then devatas are disappointed because when this fellow sings Sama, then he invokes not only devatas, he invokes asuras also. Or when the oblation is given, oblation is given to devatas as well as to asuras. Therefore, asuras also, the reason for performing this ritual is so that devatas get their oblations, and that's how they become strong. But this priest is corrupted. So not only he offers oblations to devatas, 
He also, by the way, offers oblations when nobody is watching, offers oblations to the demons also. So demons also remain strong. The idea was to make the devata strong. So they become strong enough to overpower the demons. But because of the corruption of the priest, the demons also remain strong. And so devatas were not successful in their endeavor. Atha vacham udgitam upasan chakrire. Then devatas went to the faculty of speech. Same thing, asuras are able to corrupt these faculty of speech also. That is why satyamcha anuratamcha vadati. That's the reason why a person speaks not only truth, he also speaks lie. He tells truth as well as the lies. And that is because of the corruption of the faculty of speech. They approach the faculty of sight, chakshuhu. There also the asuras were able to corrupt or pollute him. Darshaniyam, adarshaniyam cha pashyati. That's the reason why a person sees what is worth seeing and what is not worth seeing. That also he sees, you know, through the, through the, the, the holes and stuff like that. So that is how everything works. Because there is a tendency to enjoy that. That's all. What the asura, the demoniac tendencies means is that he enjoys those kind of things. Until then he was only enjoying the good things. But now because of being polluted or corrupted, he has started enjoying also the bad things. That is why he sees what is proper to see, what is improper to see. Shrotram udgitam upasan chakrire. Then approach the faculty of hearing. That also was corrupted by the demons. Shrunati shravaniyam ashravaniyam cha. That's the reason why a person hears what is proper to hear, what is not proper to hear. Asaha manaha udgitam upasan chakrire. Then the devatas approach the mind. Again, even the asuras were able to pollute the mind also, corrupt the mind also. Therefore, ubhayam sankalpayate. Sankalpaniyam cha, asankalpaniyam cha. That's why a person thinks of both. What is worth thinking, what is proper to think, what is not proper to think also, the mind thinks because of this being corrupted, because of being afflicted with the sin or afflicted with the vice. <coughs> so in the page 19, continuing with the seventh now, Kandika. Let us read the seventh Kandika. Ataha ya evayam mukhya pranaha tamudgitham upasan chakrire tam asuraha ritva vidadvam suhu yatha ashmanam akhanam ritva means the prana or the vital air which is in the mouth. Also it is the principal one. So mukhya also means the, the primary vital air of which rest to the prana are modifications. So vital air 
of which the prana and all of their modifications, or the different organs are also modifications. So mukhya prana. But then mukhya prana is also so called because it actually functions in the mouth. And so the prana which functions in the mouth and the nose in this area, you know, upper area. Tamudgitam upasan chakrire. So they meditated upon that prana as udgitha. Tama asuraha rutva. The asuras or the demons rush to him also to, to corrupt him. Vidadhamsuhu, however, the asuras, demons themselves got destroyed. The example is yatha, ashmanam, akhram, rutva, just as a clod of earth rushes to a rock and gets disintegrated also, similarly also, the asuras or demoniac tendencies were themselves destroyed when they approached prana. That's how the glorification of prana. Because prana is presented here as what is to be meditated upon. That's why. <coughs> Bhashyakara says, Asurena vidhatva vidhatvad Granadi devataha Apokhya Atha Anantaram Yaha evayam Prasiddha Mukhe bhavaha Mukhya pranaha Tamudgitam Upasan chakrire Asurena vidhatvad granadi devataha apokhya So this is the process of elimination basically. What should you meditate upon? The story of being corrupted, etc. is being told that what is the most exalted faculty within us? We have the organs of perception, we have the organs of action, we even have the mind and we have the vital as the prana. Among them, who is the most important? What is the, who is the most exalted? To determine that, the story is being told. So, asurena vidhatvat Grana devataha apokhya inasmuch as other faculties were were afflicted with asura with the demoniac tendencies of sin or the, the vice, they were granadi devataha apokhya, they were discarding the devatas or the presiding deity, the faculty of smell, etc., which were mentioned earlier. We were told also that Anuktahapi Anyaha Twagrasana. A few faculties were mentioned here. First the grana, the faculty of smell, then speech, then eyes, then ears, and mind. These were specifically mentioned. But we have other faculties also. So Vashakara made a point that those which are not specifically mentioned, such as twag, the faculty of touch, rasana, the faculty of taste, they also should be understood to be included. The devatas tried each one of them one by one and they were disappointed and therefore they were discarded as not worth being meditated upon. So they were ghranadi devataha apokhya, discarding them. Asa means anantaram thereafter. Yevayam, this one here. What is this one? Prasiddha mukhe bhava mukhya pranaha. This one that is very well known, 
as the main vital air which operates in the mouth. Tamudgitam Upasan Chakrare, they appointed him as a Udgada, as a priest to sing the Udgita. Meaning that they meditated upon that as Udgita, or they meditated upon Udgita or Omkara as this prana. <coughs> Tam Asuraha Purva Dhrutva. Asuras, in fact, uh, did like Purvat, just as they were trying to pollute or, or corrupt the other faculties, so Asuras also rushed to this prana, the mukhya prana also, to corrupt him. <coughs> Purvat Anandagiri says, Vagadishviva Ityavata. So just as the Grana, Vak and all of the tendencies also were corrupted in the same manner. The Asuras thought that we can corrupt this prana also. <coughs> then Vashakara says, Rutva Prapya Vedadhamsu Vinashtaha Abhiprayamatrena Akrutva Kinchadapi Pranasya Even as they approached, even if the, as the Asuras or demons approach this Mukhya Prana, without even reaching him, Vinashtaha, Vidadhumsu, Vinashtaha, they got destroyed, even as they were approaching. Even the very thought of overpowering the prana, by that very thought, these asuras or demons were destroyed. <coughs> what does it mean? Akritva kinchidavi pranasya. Without affecting the prana in any way, they themselves got destroyed. <coughs> then Bhashyakara continues, Katham vinashtaha. Ityatra Drashtantamaha hey, How did they get destroyed? For that, the Drashtanta, the illustration is being given by the Upanishad here. Yathaloke Ashmanam Akhanam Nashakyate Khanitum Kuddaladibihi Api bhetum nashakyaha akhanaha eva akhanaha tamrutva samarthyat loshtaha pamsupindaha shrutyantaracha ashmanikshiptaha Asma Bhedan Abhiprayana Tasya Ashmanaha Kinchapya Kritva Swayam Vidvam Seta Vidir Yeta Evam Vidadvam Suhu Ityarthaha Katham vinashtaha. How did these demons got destroyed? Ityatra dhrishtantamaha. For that this illustration is given. Yatha loke 
Ashmanam. Ashman means the, means a rock, a stone or a rock. Akhanam. What is Akhanam? Bhashikar explains, impenetrable. So that a rock which cannot be impenetrated, you know, which cannot be penetrated, impenetrable. So Akhanam, na shakyate khanitumiti akhanam. So that which cannot be dug, khananam means digging. Kuddaladevi, like a spade. So when you want to dig something, use a spade to dig. So earth you can dig very easily, but if you try to dig a rock with a spade, you can't do anything. So rock is so hard that you cannot dig that even with a spade. So therefore rock is called akhana, which cannot be dug. And akhanam eva akhanam, that alone is called akhanam. <coughs> so na shakyade khanitam kuddaladi bihiyapi even with a spear, etc. also, which cannot be dug or penetrated. Bhittum nasakya, which cannot be cut or split apart, so which cannot be penetrated, is called akhana. Akhana eva akhana. So akhana here stands for akhana. So, in short, prana was like a rock, which was impenetrable. And these, de- demon, these demons approached this prana, so, now when you give the example, the, the darstanta, what is illustrated is the prana and the asuras. But in the illustration, we have the rock. So when you approach the rock, who approach the rock? In the example, it's not asuras. Example, Vashyakara is samarthyat, loshta, palmsupindaha. So by the strength of the context, we say that, it is a clod of earth. Palm supindaha means a clod of the dust. So when the dust, you know, you make, uh, you, you take the dust and make a little clod out of that. You know, so palm supindaha. Suppose that approaches a rock, impenetrable rock, with what reason? So bhedana viprayana, this clod of earth is approaching the rock with an intention of penetrating and splitting it. So Vashikara says this we have to add. Shruti only says that just like, appro- like approaching an impenetrable rock, like approaching an impenetrable rock, the asuras approach the prana. So prana is in the place of impenetrable rocks. So who are in place of the asura? Vashikara says that it is the clod of earth. So many uh, little particles of earth make one clod. And so many asuras also, there is a group of asuras. So this group of particles makes one clod of earth. And suppose it approaches the the rock with an intention of splitting the rock apart. <coughs> so samarthya here is nothing but the the uh, the inference or the the presumption. And so it is arthapatti. Or Shrutyantaracha. In Dudharnika also it is specifically stated. So by both these evidences, we say that it is the, the clod of earth that is seeking to, to split the rock and approaches the rock. And how itself gets disintegrated completely. How the clod of earth itself gets dis- disintegrated without Affecting in any way the rock. Vidvam siddha, vidiriyeda. How it gets disintegrated 
evam vidadvam so similarly also the suras also got destroyed <coughs> so there are two footnotes there asmanam akhanam akhanam eva akhanam and that bhashakar explained so akhanam stands for akhanam asmanam akhanam kharitum bhittum ashakya asma a rock cannot be dug or rock cannot be penetrated tam prapyatha amrutpindha viliyeta just as reaching this rock amrutpindha a clod of clay how it will itself will will get destroyed or disintegrated tadvat in a manner similar to that sudgitha avaya pranave pranadashtitu in short idea is to meditate omkara as prana that's idea here footnote 2 says kuddaladibhi idhi atra adi padartha tankah so just as a rock cannot be penetrated either by a spade or by tanka tanka means a chisel you know so tankani with that also you cannot penetrate a rock <coughs> so this is the idea is that the asuras were unsuccessful they were not able to pollute the mukhya prana <coughs> See, Phanandagiri has to say, So, Tankaischa Vidarakaihi Loha Vishesha Ityarthaha. So, it's already given, Kuddaladibhi Tankaischa. Also, Adipada, Phanandagiri says, Tanka, means as we said, a cutter's chisel. Vidarakaihi, which normally are able to split other things, Loha Vishesha. So, made of iron, so made of steel rather, and so the this chisel which is made of steel which normally is used for splitting the rocks even they also cannot split this impenetrable rock ashrutasya loshtasya tra upadana hetumaha shruti is not mentioned this loshta or the clod of earth then how come you are introducing samarthyat by the arthapati by presumption that so tasya dhumsa yogyatvat with reference to a rock only a clod of earth is is subject to being destroyed is worth being destroyed dhamsadeshya katrupekshatvat and dhams or destruction can happen provided there is someone who can be destroyed and so that is why bhashyakara says that we introduce this clod of earth which is first is uh, fit for being destroyed and there must be something that got destroyed तरी यस्य कस्य देव विदस्य संवाद अलम लोष्ट ग्रहणेन देन हाउ कम यू कुड हैव चोजन समथिंग एल्स व्हाई क्लॉड ऑफ अर्थ एनी अदर थिंग आल्सो यू कुड हैव इंट्रोड्यूस हियर एज दैट व्हिच गॉट डिस्ट्रॉयड सेस नो यथा अश्मानम रुत्वा लोष्ट विद्वंसिद बहुदारण्यक श्रुते हे पदेन श्रुत्यंतराच्य इन अदर श्रुति स्पेसिफिकली द लोष्ट और द क्लॉड ऑफ अर्थ इज मेंशन दैट्स व्हाई वी आर मेन वेयर in imagining or presuming that it is involved here also drushtam drashtantikabhyam siddham artham nigamayati so now bhashyakara comes to a conclusion of what is sought to be communicated here so next passage says evam vishuddha asuraihi agarsitatvat प्राण विद प्राणात्मूत 
इदम फलम आह यथा अश्मानमिति ईश एव दृष्टांत है एवं विशुद्ध है सो दिस इज ऑल इट इज नाउ एस्टैब्लिश दैट द मुख्य प्राण इज विशुद्ध इज प्योर व्हाई इज इट प्योर असुर ही अधर्षितत्वात बिकॉज ही कुड नॉट बी ओवर पावर्ड बाय द असुरास और डीमंस so he could not be afflicted with vice he could not be afflicted by the asuras of the vice therefore the mukhya prana remain pure and therefore he is worth being meditated upon idi evam vidah so one who meditates upon the mukhya prana so this is a meditation for meditating upon the prana you use the omkara as the as the alambra so upon omkara you the prana drashti Actually, you meditate upon Omkara, looking upon Omkara as Mukhya Prana. Looking upon Mukhya Prana as Udgata, as a singer of Sama. So, this is how the meditation takes place. Prana in in what Prana possessing what quality? Even when you, for example, meditate upon Lord Krishna, so you will want to meditate upon Lord Krishna as Murli Manohar or as Govardhana Dhari or one of. So, with attribute, you meditate. and so you said krishna you take the name krishna 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 or gopal 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 whatever or om namo bhagavate vasudeva upon that you have the krishna drishti upon the name vasudeva you have the drishti of krishna which krishna murli manohar krishna krishna is possessed of certain attribute here upon the omkara you have the prana drishti mere omkara is prana prana possessed of what attribute एट्रीब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूटिब्यूट
एवं यथा अश्मानम् आखणम् रुत्वा विद्वंसते एवं है एवं सविद्वंसते यह एवं विधि पापम कामयते यस्चैनम् अभिदासते सेशह अश्माखणह so what the Upanishad says is, by meditating upon the prana, he becomes prana or becomes identified with prana. So what is prana? Prana is like the ashma, ashmakhana, like the impenetrable rock. So this person also becomes like impenetrable rock. So just as a cloud of earth cannot penetrate the rock, so also this person cannot be penetrated upon. So therefore, even with the papam kamayate, Whoever entertains evil thoughts about this person. Just as Abhipraya Matrayana, how the cloud of earth got disintegrated, even the process of approaching that rock, so the demons also got disintegrated, even by the thought of trying to corrupt the prana. So now this Upasaka has become the prana. Therefore, whoever entertains evil thoughts about him, but the entertainer evil thought itself, that person gets destroyed without affecting this upasaka in any way. Just say, avidasati. So first of all, simply by thinking, entertaining evil thoughts, you get destroyed. Suppose you dare to actually uh, crash against him, just as the cloud of earth crashes against a rock, then also it gets destroyed. And so also, avidasati. Suppose a person injures him, means crashes against him, he also gets disintegrated or destroyed. Sayesha Ashmakhana, because this person is like an impenetrable rock. So this is the way of turning the result of the meditation upon prana. Bhashyagara says, <coughs> So Bhashyagara, Esheva Dushtanta, the same Dushtanta illustration follows in this passage also. Evam Haiva Savidvam Sate Vinashyade. In the same manner that person gets destroyed. Vidvamsa Vinashyade gets destroyed. Kosau Ityaha. Who gets destroyed? Like the cloud of earth. So this person, the other fellow, his enemy gets destroyed. Yaha Evam Vidhi Yathokta Prana Vidhi. Papam tadanarham kartum kamayate ichyate yaschapi eram abhidasate hinaste pranavidam prati akroshatadanadi prayunte sopi Eva-meva-vidvamsate ityarthaha. So this person also gets destroyed. Who is he? Ya evam-vidhi. Evam-vidhi means the seventh case of evam-vit. So one who upon this meditator, so Bhashyagat yathokta prana-vidhi, with reference to the meditator upon the prana, tad anaham kartum kamayate ichyadi. Whoever wants to, so 
పాపం కామాయతే పాపం కామాయితే పాపమిస్తుందన్నహర్తం సో ఎనీబడి యూ వాంట్స్ టు డ్యామేజ్ హిమ్ ఆర్ హర్ట్ హిమ్ ఎంటర్టైన్స్ ఈవల్ థాట్స్ మీన్స్ వాంట్స్ టు హర్ట్ హిమ్ ఓన్లీ ఎంటర్టైన్స్ థాట్స్ నాట్ యాక్చువల్లీ డస్ ఎనిథింగ్ కామ్ ఇచ్చది సో హీ గెట్స్ డిస్ట్రాయిడ్ అండ్ ఆఫ్ కోర్స్ పర్సన్ హు ట్రైస్ టు యాక్చువల్లీ హర్ట్ హిమ్ యస్ చాపేనం అభిదాసతి మీన్స్ హినస్తి ఓవర్ ఇంజర్స్ హిమ్ హర్ట్స్ హిమ్ హౌ ప్రాణవిధం ప్రతి ఆక్రోశ some abusism taranadi or beats him so abusing or beating so actually possibly hurts him he of course gets destroyed so pe evam eva vidvamsate ityartha just as a cloud of earth got destroyed by even thinking about or trying to trying to penetrate the rock so also anybody who wishes evil of this person or tries to hurt him also gets destroyed <coughs> anyway the idea is that this is the kind of strength that a person acquires by worshiping here this meditation is nothing but worship so those days of meditation on prana today it is meditation on rama or krishna or whatever you know the idea is to identify with the object of meditation with something exalted the idea of meditation is to become identified with something exalted i am what i am because of whatever i identified with in the past so far so so far in my thinking i am identified with something and that's why i am what i am if i deliberately identify with something exalted so depends upon what it is that you want if you want to become powerful then you identify with something that is powerful of course which is worth meditating upon not that yaksharaksham the rajasaha the rajoguni is also identify with powerful people but only with rakshasa and yaksha <coughs> or pretan bhutagram shane yajnate tamasajana the tamoguni people also meditate or identify only with bhuta and preta but the satvika people yajnate satvikaha devan satvik people always want to meditate upon the devatas or worship the devatas so yes you are worshiping a devata but devatas are different attributes that's why different kind of meditations are given so one devata like indra has a attribute of strength the surya the pushan devata has attribute of brightness some other devata so different devatas have different kind of attributes or strengths therefore depending on what you want you identify worship that devata that's how worshiping different devatas came what is a devata is nothing but same ishvara so Ishvara is of course possesses or or you know possesses infinite attributes and you can meditate upon infinite attributes so meditate upon a few attributes that's why ishvara possessed of some few specific attributes called devata so lord shiva is devata nothing but ishvara possessed of some attributes in predominance vishnu is another devata brahma is another every all devatas are nothing but ishvara but then where certain attributes are emphasized that's all so actually you are only meditating upon param brahma doesn't matter what you are meditating upon because that's only one that's only reality so people who do not understand they think that the hindus are worshiping many gods but there's only one god you can't meditate upon many gods because there are no many gods there's only one god even if you don't know god knows you know so they are actually meditating upon only one god but then 
just as you meditate upon one person as father, somebody meditates upon the same person as son. You invoke different attributes. So also we invoke in different attributes from same Ishvara and meditate upon Ishvara as specifically possessed of those attributes, which you love. So you may love Lord Krishna, you may love Lord Rama, you may love Lord Shiva, because of the attributes they possess. And so by worshipping them, you also start acquiring those attributes. If your worship is very intent, with great devotion, <coughs> you start acquiring those qualities. That's the idea of worshipping. Worshipping is meditating. So you also become pure. So if you, if you are worshipping ananda, joy or love, that's what you acquire. You can also worship other devatas who possess like shakti, the power. So here there is prana is one who is like impenetrable rock. That means the powerful one. And that's why it is said here that the one who meditates upon prana also becomes like that. Becomes so strong that nobody can penetrate him, nobody can affect him, nobody can hurt him. This is, you know, so you become what you meditate upon. So to transform ourselves, you choose an object of meditation and then you apply your mind to that. Pranavit pratispardina vinasha hesumaha. How come the pratispardi, how come the competitor or the enemy, enemy of this upasaka, how come he gets destroyed? The reason is being told, Bhashyakara says, next sentence. Yasmat saishaha. Pranavite Pranabhutatvat Ashmakana Iva Ashmakana Agarshani Ityarthaha As we already said, Yasmat because Saisha Pranavit this meditate upon the prana. Pranabhutatvat because he also become prana by virtue of his meditation. So, prana is of course like the impenetrable rock. Because of identification with prana, the meditator, the upasaka, the devotee also has become like an impenetrable rock. And that's the reason why agarshaniya hai, the one that cannot be penetrated upon, one cannot be destroyed. He's become indestructible or impenetrable. That's why the enemies also get destroyed by one thinking evil about him or trying to hurt him. So, that's the idea. Okay, we'll continue. <coughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutau Vande Bhagavantau Punaf Punaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Bheda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadvyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om